Yeah. All right, so a lot going on today. How you feeling today, Slee? I'm feeling good, T. Raj. How you feeling over there? <laughs> I feel great. Roars to you, M. Buenos dias. Oh, yes. This is my best roar all week. That was, that was a good one. You sound, yeah, yesterday's cracked a little. You sound <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yesterday was like, uh, okay, can I ask a, a sure. really stupid yeah. question? I've ne- 52 years old. I've okay. never thought about this until this exact moment. Do girls' voices crack when they go through puberty? Uh, no, not really. Okay, how do you yeah. know? No, bro. No, um, bro, but I, bro. I had my. <laughs> they don't crack. Okay. 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 I had my face in a humidifier all day yesterday <laughs> after work. Something that did uh, some help. You sound much better because uh, the last couple of days you sounded like me when I was twelve. <laughs> then, then you sounded well. Then oh, it would it would crack and it would go up. So you sound uh, you sound much better. See, I like that you painted your background in in. Uh, Memory of the in-season tournament. That's got a very in-season <laughs> tournament yeah. uh, feel to it. It's very, yeah, very changed, cool. Yeah, it changed everything. Um, basically, for those who don't know, I'm down in uh, San Diego today. So um, I brought the trophy down here. The in-season tournament was, you know, it was a big deal. Every time I walk into crypto, that's the first thing I look up at. I look up at it, I do the sign of the cross, and then I get ready for the pregame show. It's just got the, you know, it's got a, the LAFC color palette. And it, it just, when, when you came onto the Zoom and I looked at it, I'm like, oh, Slee's got a little uh, in-season tournament, in-season like tournament. court background thing yeah. going on. Looks it's the good. actual court. And and your head is perfectly centered between the two. You're on a black background with your skull, and then on both sides you have the gold bars. Got the gold bars. It's actually just all it is, soundboards. Wood soundboards back there and then black soundboards. But you're right. It's got a little bit of that theme. It looks good. It looks good. And your banner, I'm assuming, is like directly in front of your eye line so you can see it at all times? The I got it tattooed. You know, you got it, you're telling the story about your tattoo. Was that a couple weeks ago or so? Maybe uh, yeah, a week ago or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm kind of the same way. What did you get? Um, I got the in-season tournament banner. <laughs> the same one. It's actually the same guy that designed it um, also did this for me. It's, it's special. It's it looks special. good. It looks Thank good. You, Thank you. Uh, Emily, are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm feeling better. I had probably my best night's sleep, but I also was on a million different drugs to help that best night's sleep happen. You're on the Ireland? Uh, yeah, a bit of the Ireland, uh, a bit of here and there. Um, she got it from the Ireland. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I slept like a baby. Um, but we are having this issue in my house right now where our smoke alarms are not like just like going off, you know, when you know it's like, you know, replace it, replace it. Yeah. It just will like do two beeps loudly and then go away for like hours. But it's not even that. It's like, it's almost like it fully wants to do an alarm. And this is at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, of course. They never go off at three o'clock in the afternoon. That right, would be exactly. too easy to fix. At three o'clock in the morning, like, I think I can sleep through it. You can never yeah. sleep through it. But it's only one, two. So it's not like, you know, when you need to replace your. Uh, smoke detector that it keeps on going until you replace it. Right. It's just once. Well, you need to replace it because it's going to keep doing it. Did it just start doing it last night? No, it's been going on. It's it's also, it's not every single day. It It started in 2022. (laughs) It's like every so often for like two months. And so it's just like one And you're still just dealing with it? Because we, because it, because it's not going off over and over again. We yeah. don't know which one it is. Oh. So and there's like a billion in our house, and so okay. we just kind of, kind of been like, oh, I guess we'll get woken up ever so often. <laughs> you're, you're. I, I would be freaking out. I would replace them all. It's instantly also the very not next my day. problem. I, I've come to this point where like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I do a lot of things for the house, and uh, some things I'm like, it's not my problem. Yeah, but but <laughs> if it's like you know dishes or something like that, I get it. But the smoke alarm. Isn't that everybody's problem? Smoke it is, alarm and is. no one else is solving it. 
you got to just get in there and do it. That's so funny. You said uh, Wednesday was it Wednesday? Yeah, two days ago. Just out of nowhere, smoke alarm just starts beeping. So got the batteries. Replace both of them, like you said, Trav. You got to replace both. You, you, if you're going to do it, then you just got to do it. Once one goes, however many are in your apartment, your house, or whatever, you got to do them all because they're all kind of on the same cycle. Maybe one's a month or two ahead or behind of the other. But once one starts doing that terrible sound that Jorge's playing, and it's going to drain, it's like it's already embedded in my head. And that's it. It's uh, over. You, you, you have to do it because it's going to go off at three. I like that we've all got to the point that when it goes off, we just assume it's a false alarm. Like nobody ever says, uh-oh, house might be on fire. Should probably get out of here. It's three o'clock in the morning. You okay, wake wait. up, you're like, uh, wait. who's going to change that battery? How many years have you been at 7 That's what I'm saying. Here we all go, oh, yeah, look, it's going off again. Yeah, nobody leaves. When we were on the, uh, on the sales side, or when I was on the sales side, I think 88% of the office stayed in the back there. I'm like, all right, yeah, you know what? Uh, we'll just get a couple more calls in before we call today. We'll send a couple emails. I'm with you, Trav. The smoke alarm does nothing. It does nothing for anybody. Well, it well, certainly doesn't make you head for the exit. <laughs> no. Well, that one's a different one. That one, that sound is you replace your battery. It sounds different than if it goes off because there's smoke in your house. Okay, but when it does go off, like not the, hey, it's time to replace yeah. the battery sound, is your first assumption in your house like that, that there's a fire? My first assumption is that my roommate was cooking something and smoke got into it. That's the first <laughs> assumption. And then I go downstairs to investigate, and that if not, then I go. Your I, just turned the, I just turned the TV louder. You're, <laughs> your your roommates aren't cooking at 3 o'clock in the morning, no, are they? No, no, no. But like, the first instinct would be something to having to do with cooking. Yeah. They're usually not, but... I, you know, maybe they come back home from a late night. And you have good roommates now. When you, your first run, your was it your first two groups of roommates or your just one? My first group of roommates. Uh, yeah, the one that I lived with in Highland Park was not great. And now I have a good group of roommates and we kind of, you know, do our own schedules and stuff. And, you know, living with three people, you're going to get, you know, there's going to be annoyances. What here are the there. levels of frustration? Are they all equal or is there one that bothers you more than the rest? Um, they're pretty much all equal. Who do you hate the, the most? The rank most. them by name <laughs> and social there. security I'm gonna, number. I'm going to rank who I hate the most. It's the cat. <laughs> it's the freaking cat. I do not the like this cat, cat at all. This cat. Okay. Uh, this cat will meow well, at the cat, top of its freaking lungs every time my roommate leaves the house. And she can leave her house at 5 a.m. because she works in production. And so sometimes she has to be on set really early. And she can leave the house at 5 a.m. And so this cat, not even that meow, it's... A scream meow uh, until the cat wears itself out. So uh, yeah, so so you cat, have to get a what? Feed it? Let it out? What do you have to do? Uh, I don't I know. know what I to don't do, do with crap. The cat. <laughs> I sit in my room and let it happen. So you just let it screech? Yes, because well, she's letting the I smoke alarm care. go off. So she's gonna let this <laughs> yeah, go off. I'm, I'm not, allergic to cats. I'm allergic yeah, to cats. I'm not looking to help the cat. That's not my goal. My goal is to get the cat to shut up so my life is easier. What would happen would be I'd have to open my door. And I'm not opening the door because I'm allergic to cats, and the cat stays out of my room. And so the cat meows, and then, okay, I've occasionally been like, Poor I want to be cat. a nice person today. I'm going to go pet this cat. I'm going to have a good time with this cat. I pet the cat. Doesn't cat bites head, me. Doesn't your head, like, blow up with the allergens? Uh, somewhat. I mean, it's gotten more used to it over time. Like, you kind of get adjust to the allergy, and so sometimes I'll, like, pet the cat, and then the cat bites me. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that's your fault then. I tried. The cat just likes to be <laughs> around people. It literally bites you? Like play bite though. It's oh, not like okay. it like breaks skin. But like um the cat looks to be around people. She's Sleep. Gone to the doctor a couple times. Sleeps. That cat would bite me exactly once. That's how many times that cat would bite me. And that cat would go 
as quickly as it can the other direction every time it saw me after that. that, that, that you need to um, assert your dominance over that cat. I have, and, and oh, the that cat, cat learned That cat would just. start hunting, Trav. You wouldn't even see that cat anymore. But the cat likes to be in the room when we're watching TV in the living room or something, and it doesn't like to be touched. It just likes to be around people, which is okay. I am a little distracted today, guys. I'm just going to throw that out there to you, just so you know. So in the interest of full disclosure, uh, today is, what did we determine? 29? 29 years. The the 29th anniversary of the beginning of the O.J. Simpson trial that happened here. Um, <laughs> it's remarkable to me that that's been 29 years. This is how old I am, Emily. This is this is something that you can use against me. I was working like in my professional life. I was working in the mm-hmm. radio business when that trial started and everything else. So it is a... Uh, it, it, not, maybe not when it started. When it ended, I certainly was, because I remember where I was for the verdict. But I have a lot of OJ stories. <laughs> Emily, I think I think you said it the best this morning. We were talking about it. Um, so it was after we'd ended our call. And... I was trying to think of the person who, if the a similar set of circumstances arose where a very famous person that was universally liked, that was mm-hmm. ubiquitous in our life, that was on TV all the time, that was always a part of what it is that we were doing, all of a sudden was accused of this unbelievably heinous crime, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Emily nailed it. It would be like if Charles Barkley were accused of something like that. He's on every commercial. Everybody likes him. He's funny. He's a former great athlete. Very few people have a negative uh, association with Charles Barkley. That was OJ then. That OJ he, was that. OJ oh, was that loved more as much, if not wow. more, because there were so few. There were, there were so many fewer people in our universe right there was only the monoculture was more the monoculture was kind of one of the last big events of the monoculture that you couldn't curate your little niche events here that it was everywhere oj was arguably maybe not bigger than barkley but certainly loved in a way like barkley is in movies on tv Hmm, was a man about to show up at golf tournaments and everybody loved him it was impossible to explain to somebody that doesn't in that moment how popular oj simpson was now he's a joke he's he's all the things you think of when you think of oj but yeah. then he was he was barkley yeah he was amazing but hastily how you doing there but by what's the up way, what's going on <laughs> this was an, an incredible time in our lives so i was at about 10 years old when this is going on and i was in, in in elementary school we actually had our teacher you remember when the tvs were on the little roll same thing, thing. Bert. Oh, yeah. Bert, we had the same <laughs> thing in middle school you're right yeah and they would and she actually pulled it out and we all had to sit there and watch this trial because it was so amazing and it's everything important. was going on. By the way, as Travis is saying, he was the most am- he was huge, huge. Everything you saw when you saw OJ was like, "Hey, look, it's OJ." Hey, OJ. And OJ would stop and he'd tell you a story and he'd sign the autographs and he, guy he was in the world. incredibly accessible that everybody he's in the naked gun. Oh, it's good. It's the juice. It was awesome and then it's like, like Monday night football. And when Jeez. it Monday night, and then what happens like, "No, not OJ." And then we got started, but that yeah, that puts we it that puts running. it in a different perspective. When you give an actual comp like that, when you say, "Hey, think about how loved and how popular Charles Barkley," I, I don't remember OJ and any of the other stuff just because I was too young. But the OJ of on, the only OJ I really know is the OJ that we know today, right? So when you give a comp like that, that actually that that throws me back a lot. And you, speaking of that, you know, wheel the the. Um, TV into yeah. you know the classroom and you're like yes this is awesome, but uh, what happened when I was in high school was we did that for <laughs> the Kate 
Middleton royal wedding. My oh, I was in, wow. I was in history really? class. So I was, in, I was different. Oh, I was okay. actually in world history class. That, and my that makes sense. Professor, my teacher was like, "Hey, this is a big event. I, Let's roll this TV in here." For when, this. when you started that story, I'm, I thought like the whole school shut down so you guys <laughs> could watch it. I'm like, "What the hell's going on in Virginia yeah. in history class?" That makes a lot yeah. more sense. But, but it was history. This OJ was they. It was very smart why they did. You are going to remember this for the oh, rest yeah. of your life. This is the biggest thing that could possibly happen and also you gotta remember like a lot of things happened leading up to that to of make course. this so much bigger of course and everything that we subsequently you know have talked about since then with race and fame right. and mm-hmm. and money and all of the things that the go riots along with were it all before that. All, all of these things were a part of that that's why the oj uh made in america doc is just so unbelievably awesome uh the 30 for 30 so we got some oj stuff that we'll sprinkle in along the way just the what it was like when that thing started i i this is, I'll throw this last one in there before we move on. I would listen to the trial on the radio driving around town. You would, and, and then when they would take a break for lunch between the morning and the afternoon session, all the analysts would come on to the radio or TV, if you were in front of a TV, and they break would it break down. it down like it was the first half of the Super Bowl. That this is what this d- the defense did wrong. This is what the mm. prosecution got right. There was a couple jurors that weren't paying attention. The judge made a mistake here. It was broke. It was it was analyzed and broken down like it was the Super Bowl mm. every day for months. Not one day with the Super Bowl. Every day for months we did that. And Were there like, halftime stats? Was there a box score? Was there a here's who's kinda. here's who's winning right now? Yeah, I, yeah. I know you're making a joke, but yeah, there there yeah. there was this unbelievable scorekeeping that went along with who was ahead. What was the verdict going to be? Who you know did Marsha Clark mess up? Was Johnny Cochran kicking her ass? Like there was just so many of these different angles to it. It was extraordinary. But it, what you're just saying, you said Marsha Clark, Christopher Darden, yeah. uh, Judge Ito. You know the names of everybody. Mark Furman, Barry Sheck, F. Lee Bailey, Judge Ito, Darden, Harden, Pardon Balbieri, Cato Kalin. Like, I just, I mean, right on down the list. Name me another Dennis trial. Fung. Yeah. Is that your testimony, <laughs> Dr. Fung? Dr. Fung. <laughs> just, uh, By the way, Dana Carvey did a really great bit on, on on this whole trial one time. If you go back and listen to one of his old stand-up comedies, it was absolutely incredible. Making fun of Marshall Clark. But you know all the names of these people. And I don't know another trial that you know as, years all of it. later, right. you know Damn. their names. And not just... OJ, you, you say know, Judge Ito, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Judge, and Judge Ito is 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 synonymous with judicial incompetence. Yep, it's like you you've you've it, the glove, it's, all the glove, of it. prosecutorial incompetence, <laughs> if right? The, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> Defense brilliance. He was a brilliant lawyer, right? There's just there's so many different things. It's tremendous. And the Lakers played last night. Like I said, I'm no, distracted. They didn't. No, they didn't. No, they I am didn't. terribly no, distracted. This is my favorite. Bradley subject. Beal played. Bradley Lakers Beal didn't. torched yeah, him. Anthony Davis had a great line about that that we'll give you next and uh, try to figure out. You know what? I came to a happy place with at least the Lakers temporarily. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I thought for sure, Jorge, that you're going to start with a little chip. <laughs> was uh, you know, it, it gets people going. Like they're like, "Stop doing that!" They oh, get to my house. Dude, so, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah, so it that's why I, you know, we I didn't thought it was here. <laughs> we all well, looked. I was like, "Oh, you know what? Uh, I think I think I got to exit." <laughs> what do you got going this weekend, Al? Um, you know, actually, to be honest, the Lakers we know got the Jazz tomorrow, but isn't this one of the best NFL weekends? Right, like you get to sit back, you get games on Saturday. Obviously. We're going to close it out with a Sunday night game with the Rams and the Lions and Monday I, night. I, oh, that's right, and Monday night. I don't want to. I don't want to do too much. I just kind of want to kick back and watch NFL. So I think I, I think I'm going to spend a lot of time doing that. Next weekend, I think is the best weekend for because all you, the buys. You, you, yep, you, the you still have buys. a bunch of games, but you the two best teams are back in the mix, and there's football all day Saturday, all day Sunday. That that's the one that uh, they're all good, but that's the one that's uh, particularly exciting. What Jorge about- was having uh, withdrawals of not being able to take the Niners with his four. <laughs> I was. I ain't going to lie. You'll have Niners with my six. four next week. Yeah, right? six, six, or whatever, whatever, six, whatever we got going next week for sure. What do you got going this weekend, Em? Um, I was actually planning – okay, so I had planned a weekend trip with some friends before the Rams had like gotten started getting good. Oh, okay. And so yeah, no ended up faith. having to like back out of those plans, which I'm happy about. I, I'm happy to watch the Rams do their thing. Where are they going? What are they doing? Joshua Tree. It's not – Anything crazy, yeah, exactly. But it was like a nice place in Joshua. It's Creek. not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I'll be able to go again, but it would have been fun. And then on Monday, I'm going to see uh, potentially your most anticipated movie of the year, uh, Mean Girls. Greece. Yeah, no Mean Girls. <laughs> and I go see the Mean Girls movie musical. I'm super excited about it. So okay, I, I got a quick question on your Joshua Tree. That's not happening. When was this planned? Like we're talking, yeah, Packers Rams game where. <laughs> Everybody just thought it was a complete disaster. That would have been teams. the time to play it. That's the time to right? plan it. How, how far in advance did you plan it? It was like, um, I think end of November is when its plan started to come about. Because my friends and I had wanted to do a trip. And we're like, oh, it's MLK weekend. Let's let's do it then. Um, so it's probably like end of November. So that was like, the Rams had maybe just beaten one, but one person that was kind of good. Anyway, so it's around then. 
Been meaning to tell you this uh, all, all morning long. It just but the the uh, movie that you've been you guys have been talking about, Iron Shovel, what it's called? I, Iron Claw. Iron, Iron Claw. Claw. Iron Claw. Shovel. shovel. What the hell? Yeah, I knew it had iron in it, and I knew that there was an implement. <laughs> okay. I, that's what it was. So I go home yesterday. Kelly and Susan went to see the movie a couple nights ago. Yeah. I, I had not seen Kel until yesterday, and she starts telling Emily. She told me. <laughs> The exact same story that you, I yeah. mean, almost word for word. And about, she started crying too? Yes. About the final scene, about not being a brother anymore, and about the crying. It, it was like she had listened to what you said and repeated it almost. Yeah. The setup, the everything, beat for beat for beat. So that wow. scene clearly yeah. had an unbelievable impact on people and young women in particular. I, I really encourage, like, men to see this movie specifically I think and, and Al I think you can attest to this too it's, I think that it's really powerful I think it allows people to feel things they might not normally allow themselves to feel um, and to me I know people have been making this equ- equation but it feels a little bit like the movie Little Women but it's with men and it's just like the women and Little Women are allowed to feel a lot of things the men in, in Iron Claw are not and that's what leads to a lot of their downfall so yeah. go see Iron Claw and, and you know the the dad in the movie and I know he kind of comes off as a bad guy or what. This is probably all he knew as well, right? No, no, no. You're not supposed to let your feelings out. Yeah, no, hurt no, no, no. people this hurt is, people. Yep. Yeah, this is – you never show a sign of weakness, especially that industry, what they were doing. And by the way, that's still very common. I, I grew up Middle Eastern family. That it's You don't show your emotions, right? Like I think that's very, very common. I think it's only now that uh, – and, and, and the movie, I think a lot of people can apply to it, but – at least apply their personal life to it. But I think now it's more and more open and open. Even in our world, Trav, I mean, you do this when you do your Locked On Rams five days a week. Thank you, Everything sir. you talk about. YouTube component. You YouTube component. Every day or it costs you nothing. You can listen every day. Think, think about this. Some of even those types of partners have come into that space, which is a male-dominant space. The better helps. The, the talk space, oh, yeah. I think, is the other one. They've come in. Um, it is kind of a, a, a different type of world where it is more accepted. I, I think the movie is fantastic, and I think that's just that's one part of it that I think is very interesting. But yeah, def, definitely. Did, very did that final scene hit you the way it hit Emily and hit my daughter Kelly? That was that was just the one that you wanted to just start bawling. Well, because I was sitting front row, I had a lot of space in front of me. I started pacing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm genuine. I'm genuinely asking. Uh, it was incredibly strong. Yeah, very, very, very strong. Um. Yes. Absolutely. Hit me. And, and I. And I think. And it's a direct parallel to a scene earlier in the movie. Yep. Exactly. It's a exactly that. That's right. Even that that opening scene after his first match. But uh, absolutely hit me. And by the way, um, I know Mace talks about it, and he's the spokesperson for this. But um, L.A. County Mental Health uh, Department, and uh, you know, always they have um, options and things available for you. Um, but yeah, I think that Iron Claw is great if you want to experience that. All right, so let, let's start this, Lee, and then we can we can continue the conversation as we go forward. Anthony Davis last night, I thought, said something that was funny and true simultaneously, and I'm not quite. I, I'm sure he meant it a little bit humorously, but basically, he said that everybody that we play against turns into Steph Curry. Yep. <laughs> that it doesn't matter what the stat sheet says when they show up to play against the Lakers, everyone is one of the Splash Brothers, and we saw it again last night. Durant had 18 on 12 shots. Both Booker and Beal had over 30 points, and nobody could miss. And it, I think it just kind of speaks to where the Lakers are emotionally. Like, man, 
even guys that aren't supposed to make shots are making shots against us and never mind the Durants and the Bookers of the world of course they're going to make their shots it just feels like they're kind of just frustrated uh, uh annoyed everything is coming to a head right now because they just can't get out of their own way all right he's he's right it does seem that way and I can name off just off the top of my head Dante Exum hit seven threes <laughs> against one. the Lakers yeah. okay Tim Hardaway Jr., who's a good who's a good player, went off for 30-plus on the Lakers. Marcus Smart hit eight threes against the Lakers. Bradley Beal has only played, you know, in a handful of games, um, and he went off. He clearly had his best game against the Lakers as a Phoenix Sun and had eight threes. However, okay, is it other guys that are – is it a coincidence that these guys are having career type of nights? I know it happens every day in the NBA. There's a guy that – tonight that will go off that you're like what the hell that come portland lost by 62 last night barely squeaker (laughs) squeaker ucla Um, was down by 40 at the half what the hell was that um but 54 to 14 (laughs) oh my gosh i and i and i set that up because he's not wrong that guys are going off but I, i i don't like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, if you want me to tell you, the one thing that I think has been – if I said, hey, what's one thing that frustrates you about Darvin Ham? Most Laker fans would be they don't make adjustments. Mm-hmm. They come into a game saying, hey, that guy's not a good three-point shooter. Let's lay off of him. And even if that guy starts hitting threes, they lay off of him. Like, there's no adjustments. There's no – okay, well, maybe he's a bad three-point shooter, but tonight he's got it going. So let's pay a little bit more attention to him. I don't want to make an excuse that – do you think the excuse for the Lakers – and I'm with you. It is kind of funny that Anthony Davis says what he says, <laughs> but there's also an underlying truth to it of, like, AD. This ain't a coincidence. You know, like, no. I think it's happening to the Lakers because of how poor they are defensively or how or how lack of adjustments throughout a game. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let, let, let's get into where where they are, what it is. It was, you know, they, they had a couple of wins in a row that you just kind of said, hey, look, maybe there were some, but we got them. Let's see what comes up. And they got their doors blown off last night. They, the final score was not nearly indicative of how lopsided most of that game was. Right, they were down 30 plus. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a really bad night for them. And I think that it basically just sped up what the ultimate – at least attempt at a fix is going to be. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Before we do that, though, let's talk about <laughs> prize picks, right? <laughs> Hold on. I got I to gotta go change a battery real quick. Prize picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy sports, in, and, and I don't know how long. And, and here's why. It's just fun. It's easy. You pick between two to six players, and you choose more or less. Funny, you know I love the footballs, right? Cooper Cup, more or less than 71 and a half receiving yards this weekend against the Lions. Puka Nakua, right? Do you think Puka Nakua is going to have more or less than 76 and a half yards against the Lions? That's prize picks. Two to six players, you can win up to 25 times your money. Like Trav does, he plays all the NFL games. I'm playing the NBA games. You guys hear me, whether it's here on Travis and Sleeve's show, right before the pregame show, I'm putting in my picks. Usually it's who the Lakers are going to play um, one last night. So I I think there's a, a, a lot of different uh, sports that you can play, a lot of different players that you can play. Price Picks, it's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. With the Price Picks Sports app, you could be making your picks right up to the fourth quarter. Join the 7 million Price Picks fans today. And by the way, put your picks in, submit your entry. It takes about 60 seconds. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's pricepicks.com 
forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit pricepix.com for restrictions. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You think I uh, do a Matthew, oh, Matthew Stafford. Wait till he goes into Detroit and does to them what he wasn't able to do for them, and that's win a playoff game at Ford Field. That what a Look, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist necessarily until yeah. it comes to sports, and then I love a good conspiracy theory, and Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit, can't beat it. Can't okay, beat it. It's so this, is, this is what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, how was Chris's voice? Was it pretty accurate? Not it's pretty good. I gotta be honest. I kind of like there at the end where he says, "Well, that's me being Travis <laughs> talking about Matthew Stafford." Get I like excited. that portion rather than the actual him being your voice. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the other question that I have is because this is uh, Bud Light Football Friday, yeah. and you are, uh, yeah, let's just say you're a proud spokesperson for uh, Bud Light. Indeed, I am. Any. Um, any, uh, I don't know, you know, some some tips here that you want to offer to our people out there? Here, Maybe here's a little cooler action this weekend? Here's what I would suggest. Stay tuned to your Instagram and Twitter accounts because okay. there will probably be something coming your way in the next 24, 48 hours. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's there's some stuff that we got. Uh, yes. Yes. Because yeah. uh, your your cooler game is on point. I figure there might be one or two people. Can They can, you know, they can use a couple tips here and there. Do, uh, let me ask you a question. I need you to be do, do you find me a particularly boastful man? Yes. Okay. That being true, the thing that I am most boastful about is yes. my cooler game. Yep. I, I can pack a cooler correctly yes. as well or better than anyone out there. My cooler game is on point. <laughs> And it's something that I'm very proud of. There's there's advice that you've given me that, you know, sometimes people give each other life advice. I think the most important advice you've given me is uh, too much ice is never enough ice. No such thing. So 
just go ahead and buy a couple extra bags. What's the worst of that ice? happens? It melts and it yeah. runs down the drain. I mean, what, what, what could possibly happen? What is your? Are your drinks too cold? Your, your Bud Light's too cold. Oh man! Exactly oh darn! Right. Exactly. You know who's got real uh, cooler game? Who? Beto. Oh yeah. Beto. Yeah. Beto sends oh, me yeah. pictures of his cooler that. setup. Like he, we did a whole thing about you got the cooler for the the one game. You got the cooler mm. for the doubleheader. You got the cooler for the day. You got the cooler for yeah. the house party. You got the cooler for the week on the 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 weekend where family stays. And there's with a difference you. between a cooler that's uh, totally on beverages and a cooler that mixes beverages and food. Of course. Yeah. He's got a cooler going to Macy's. Okay. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. He's got cooler uh, everywhere. I've heard I've heard go. worse ideas for sure. So Lakers get beat last night by Phoenix, and it, it really it, it got. I mean, they were down by 17 points at one point in the fourth quarter, and it really they had a couple of small runs. 17? But, no, no, no. Yeah. My brother, they had the 17 looked good. They were down 32. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but what I was getting at, Al, is that they were down 17 in the first quarter again. Oh, yeah. That yeah, they they yeah. got off to another bad start, and it got worse from there. That sometimes they can pull themselves out of it, but it just they didn't. It was bad, and. This team, they've played what now, 39 games? 39 in. You have okay. two games after Monday's game against OKC. That's halfway point. This team, the 2023-24 the Lakers, to this point, they're average. And, and and I really don't think that you can say that they're bad because I don't think they are. And I really don't think that you can say that they're good because I don't think they are. They're average. And the Lakers are not content being average. The Lakers will not accept being average. The Lakers will do something to try to fix this and the trade deadline we're just about a month away from it and something's going to happen so as frustrating as frustrating as it is to watch this group slee this isn't going to be the group that much longer because i just can't imagine that help or at least an attempted help isn't on the horizon it's interesting because i thought part of the off season for the lakers was hey they're gonna have some continuity Hey, this this offseason is going to be a little bit different because they made a run to the Western Conference Finals, and Rob Palenka in the front office didn't um, – panic is not the right word, but you've seen the turnover on this roster year to year. I mean, yeah. we saw the turnover after they won a championship. There was a lot of turnover. So I think there were a lot of Laker fans that were excited to see the same team come back. And now that we sit here almost halfway through the season, uh, you know, I, I – I could actually make an argument. You said, look, I don't think they're awful. I don't think they're great. They're just average. Well, i, I tell you where they're trending. They're 5-11 and 11 in their last 16 games. They got very, very lucky to beat the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you, you keep mentioning, you're like, Al, but what were some of their other wins? One was against Charlotte. I think one was against San Antonio. So it, it's also like they, they have one win against Oklahoma City Thunder, so let's give them credit. clips. From, from that perspective. And then the one against the Clippers, the 106-103. But I think if if I ask you where are they trending, you're not going to complain about Anthony Davis. You're not really going to complain at all about LeBron James. Both of them didn't play well yesterday. But for the most part, big picture, you're not going to complain about what they've been doing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep trending in this. They're not giving us a reason of why they wouldn't oh, they trend are. in this there, right there's direction. There's no indicators that this is about to turn. There's Because... Like we've said this a lot, but it bears repeating. 
this is a 500 team with AD and LeBron James playing every night at a high level. That's not good. That, that, that's not good. So that's why you have to do something. If this were a 500 team with AD and LeBron in and out of the lineup, with AD and LeBron maybe not playing at their very best, you could tell you yourself. Could justify it. Yeah, AD will, get, AD will get back. He'll play better. LeBron, LeBron's not at his best. He'll be better. You, th- that's, that's something you could conceivably wait out. This is those two guys playing at a very high level every night. You're 500. It's not going to change. So I think this goes back to what you just said, and and you know I I think it's I, I have I have accepted that okay hey it's an average team at best. Uh, yesterday we had one of the beat writers on for the Phoenix Suns, and he was kind of explaining something that I thought it was interesting. He's like you know Phoenix is desperate. They don't want to be in the the playing tournament, and here are the Lakers and the Suns kind of both neck and neck yeah. in the playing tournament. But what he was saying, he was, he kept describing, he's like, you don't know how dangerous these one or two games would be where you could potentially just not even make the playoffs. It's like, no, we do know that because the Lakers have basically lived there. So, so now you're asking yourself, all right, you have less than a month now to, like, like you just said, to change your roster. Um, I, I got some players that I have in mind that I think, you know, if the Lakers make a move, it just feels like, yes, I think D'Angelo Russell would be a part of a move that the Lakers make. Um, well, Hachim- he almost has to be, right? I mean, especially if you're going to get a, a player of a certain caliber, and we're talking about you know a Murray, a Levine, one of those guys, the money has to add up. So D'Angelo almost has to be in one of those deals. Well, and, and he actually is not making crazy money. It's not like his contract alone is enough because he's only making seventeen million or eighteen million, whatever it mm-hmm. is. But I think what it is, Trav, more than anything else, teams are looking at the Lakers. They kind of see a little bit of a desperation here that LeBron's thirty-nine years old. That there's question marks about Darvin Ham and whether he's the right coach. They're also going to make sure that they're taking advantage of the Lakers, but I, I don't know how much of a choice that they have right now because clearly the team that they have is just not a squad that you you, you know you feel confident is going to make any noise. No, they, they'll, they will do something. I, you know, One of the things that I like the most about the Lakers, and sometimes it can be incredibly frustrating, but it's also incredibly exciting, is they don't just sit around. right? No. When it's not working, they do something. And sometimes the, the something isn't great. Looking at you, Russell Westbrook, but they always do something. It's never where they just say, eh, this is kind of what it is, and let's hope for the best. Let's hope everybody plays a little bit. It's not how they roll. They, they're they aggressive. They they are uh, reactionary, and they're going to do something. That's why this, hey, what are we going to do about this? I, I'm not terribly worried about it because this group is only going to be together for, at, at, at best, another, what, three, three and a half, four weeks. This this is – and I don't think they're going to play themselves out of the playoff picture. I don't think that they're going to play themselves way inside that, that, that number six seed along the way. They're going to be about here, and they're going to try to fix it. And then it's more, okay, what do you do from here? But change is coming. You know what's interesting is since they started their – Hey, Lakers are good. They're they got some home cooking in January. Everything's going to change. In yeah, January. yeah, yeah. Two and three, and I think actually fortunate to be two and three. Yep. Um, you know, you're also starting to get. And I, I don't. I, I'm not telling you that there's going to be added pressure because there's always pressure to the Lakers. They're booing. Fans are booing at that Miami game. Fans were booing last night. Lakers and the Suns. There's also a you know a, a frustration from Laker fans because again you walk in with certain expectations. And 
they are so far from meeting what those expectations are, and, and we're almost at the halfway point. All right, I, the booing thing made me think about what may happen in Detroit this weekend with Matthew Stafford. We'll talk about that coming up about uh, 11 o'clock, about 17 minutes from right now. Uh, but don't forget, it is a Bud Light Football Friday here on 710 as we get you ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. And don't miss Rams All Access. That's tonight at 7 o'clock with the voice of the Rams, J.B. Long, and the Super Bowl champion, Rams Super Bowl champion, DeMarco Farr, who also is going to join us today at 11.15. Uh, this weekend, be sure to crack open a Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today for Super Wild Card Weekend. Bud Light Football Friday all day long on 710 ESPN. Ask Slee, Friday edition. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And I'm going to take my uh, Rotolo Chevrolet Silverado to the store when I load up for this weekend because, well, that's how I roll. I roll in a Chevy Silverado from Rotolo Chevrolet. You should do the same thing. If you've been thinking, you know, you've been looking at Silverados, you see them on the road, they're all over the place. You know, I got to get myself one of those. You got to get it at Rotolo. Here's why they have exactly what you want. They're going to, uh, the, the pricing is going to be exactly what you have in mind. The customer service, it's going to blow you away. That's what they do at Rotolo Chevrolet. That's why they've won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row because they take care of everybody, right? You're going to feel good about it. You're going to tell your friends about it. You're going to feel like you know exactly what's going on, courteous, transparent, up front. When was the last time you felt, never mind buying a car, buying anything, where you felt like you knew exactly what was happening? That's what they do at Rotolo. From Mike Capozio right on down the line, they make sure that you're the most important person on the lot because that is exactly what you are. Rotolo Chevy Online, R-O-T-O-L-O, Rotolo Chevy Online. Come on into the store. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. When you get there, tell them that Travis sent you. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Al, you ready for this? Let's do it, brother. If you want to call in, you know how to do it. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. We're going to start right here. This is Anthony Gaeta, who writes, What is the one store slash service that was a huge deal when you were a kid that's no longer needed or available and no blockbuster video doesn't count? Hashtag Ask All right, I'm trying to think here. All right, used to go – do you remember this? Do you remember the – and I don't know if it's still around. I, and it's not like I was in there buying things all the time, but I just thought it was the greatest place. Remember Field of Dreams? Oh, yeah. It used to have all I the memorabilia. memorabilia. Yeah, sure. 
used to have um, used to have some really cool things. Just like in general, whatever it was, they always had cool things. And anytime you walked in, I know it's random too. There was one. Was it the one in Vegas? I think Pete Rose was Constantly. always in there signing autographs for the kids. I always found Field of Dreams, and there there was one in Parkway Plaza and El Cajon, you know, our our mall that we had. Anytime I was at the mall, I had to, I had to go in there. And then and then you just have your like your regular ones that would sell, you know, sports chalet things like that. If if anything that was selling a hoop or was selling a football or was selling like any of that stuff. I had to go there. Those were always uh, part of my go-tos. Toys R Us, right? Yeah. Like, like going to go into a Toys R Us when you were a kid, and you're walking through, and you're seeing all that stuff in one place. And and you know, a little bit later on, when I had kids, and walking through, you could see the excitement on their face. Those places are long gone. That was a. I just that, we'd kill time. We'd yeah. take the kids to Toys R Us yeah. just to walk around, and especially hot in the summer, it's air conditioned in there. That was a big deal. I just I just watched a video on Twitter the other day. It was a guy. Walking inside a Best Buy says this used to have kids looking at video games. This used to have you, you know, testing out the new PS2 that right. was coming out. Like it had demo games. It was it was incredible. It's Best totally, Buy was an experience. You just order it and it's on your doorstep <laughs> the very next day. Okay, wait, what were the what were oh, the sorry. places real quick yeah. that was I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Jorge, what were they called when you were going in? I'm trying to think of which ones they were. You just go listen to CDs, right? Before the C D came out or Sam anything. Goody. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like a Sam Goody or one of those the warehouse. You, you, yeah. you'd go in there, the and it's Records like Tower, Tower, Tower Records. Yeah. Yeah. You go into any of these places, and you'd be like, "All right, I'm going to listen to a CD, and if I like it, I'm going to buy it. If not, yeah. well, I'll memorize it." <laughs> Ritmo <laughs> Latino played my own head. <laughs> Tower Records doesn't exist anymore. It's like Supreme now, right? Is that the that same place? The one on on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So this one's from Jacob, uh, Jacob Brightwood, and he says, "Okay." So are you aware of the Humpty Dumpty nursery rhyme? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I am. So the question is, where does it say in Humpty Dumpty is an, that he is an egg? Because in all the imagery, Humpty, Dum- Humpty Dumpty is always an egg that he cracks and that's the issue. So where does it say that Humpty Dumpty is an egg? Does it say it at all? I don't think it does. <laughs> It does not. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Had a great fall. All, the king's, all the king's horses and horses, all the king's, all king's men, men couldn't put Humpty together again. So it's likely that it's just about a person falling off a wall it's and then we turned breaking it into their an legs. Egg. <laughs> yeah, then we turned it into what an egg. What the hell? All those nursery rhymes, when you go back into it, are all so oh, they're all dark. dark. They're like very the, dark. Um, they're, all, they're all completely. It's about the plague. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Really? No, I know. You're right. <laughs> They're all all over the place. That I, I here here's why it doesn't say that he's an egg, but mm. illustrating a child's book with the king with two shattered femurs not great visuals for a six year old. It's just probably not quite the same thing. Jorge, uh, this one's from Chrissy. Uh, she says, when you get a scoop or two of ice cream, okay. do you get it in a cup, regular cone, or a waffle cone? Um. What flavors do you get? I'm just adding that one. Okay, so this is uh, the waffle cone is my favorite. Okay, waffle cone is my favorite. Good Plus, choice. it gives it time as you know that scoop or two as it kind of starts melting and it's filling up the rest of the cone. Like it's a good, uh, it's a good way of doing a uh, uh, good way of doing ice cream. Okay, and you so can eat the receptacle. That's yes, yeah. And by the way, there are ones because you know you got the one with the cones that at the absolute bottom there's a little bit of a hole there, so you, you're yeah. you're always working on leaking. I've gone to a couple of these places. I don't know why it's the greatest design ever, where it's 
it, there's no hole, right? Like it's just kind of like completely closed off. I'm like, well, this is the greatest invention that I've ever seen in my life. If you're doing it right, you you with the cone, you drip some chocolate in it, and then you freeze it so yeah. it creates a little plug yeah. at the bottom yeah, of the cone. Exactly. And then when you get that last bite, you get a little, a little nugget of chocolate yeah. in there. Along I'm the a way. cake cone person. I prefer the um yeah. the non waffle cone. I just don't like the waffle cone that much, but I prefer something that I can eat. If I'm gonna eat, if I'm gonna stay at that ice cream shop wherever, and I'm gonna eat the whole thing, yes. But if I'm taking it on home or whatever, cup, cup, yeah. And we're going for ice cream because we went for ice cream last week, and Brenda's like, "Oh, they opened a new Cold Stone. Let's go check." I'm like, "Cool, let's go Pretty to Cold good. Stone, dude." Twenty five bucks oh, for no. like ice cream. Oh, Every, everything. Golly, I was like, everything we could have gotten a, you know, a tub or three for. Baskin Robbins, exactly. not a bad way to go. Not a okay, bad so way just uh, Jorge to add to the last part. Yeah. I love pistachio. I know uh, that's uh, that's not good. The, the most popular out there. No, no, that's good. Sleep. It is good. Um, Rocky Road does his thing. That's Mint chocolate chip. It has to be like a, I don't. I don't always. I don't always that's crave toothpaste, it. Taste man. I don't always crave it, but there's every once in a while butter pecans. Another. That's good a great one. choice. There's, yeah, there's, there's some good ones out. By by the way, Rocky Road is. Impossible. Do y'all like uh, salt and straw? In it. So yeah, salt and no. straw is that place that like always experiments those weird, crazy ice cream flavors that are like chicken and waffles and all that stuff. Do you guys like salt and straw? Have you ever been there? I, I, I can't speak. I've never been. I've been there. That's on Disney. I've been there. It's good. I don't get anything too crazy. That place kills it. Yeah. It's one in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. This should be our next draft. Ice cream That's, flavors. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great idea. That's my old roommate right used to get all like the weirdest flavors. Like I don't want. Why would I? And I'm yeah, not I don't to, want that. I don't want yeah. my ice cream to taste like chicken. That's insane. Yeah. Or toothpaste. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> but I get, like I like mint chocolate chip too. Honestly, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like I don't dislike it either. But I get why somebody doesn't. <laughs> or like hey, it. why did just ruined it for me? Yeah. Because I think he's, he's not that far off about the. Uh, you, toothpaste. You're not wrong, but I can <laughs> I can muscle through it a little bit along the way. Just one more quick one here, Slee. This is from Aaron Palmer. Why doesn't anyone ask Trav what he's up to on the weekend? Hashtag Ask Slee. Hmm. What are you doing this weekend, Trav? <laughs> you know what I think it is? And it's a good – I think there's a couple times I could see it in your face where it's like, oh, so cool, you're not going to throw that same question back at me. It's completely fair. I think we just get caught up in a second. For Let me give today as an example. You said, and I think it was coming into the is the second segment, you said, hey, Slee, what's the plan this weekend? Mm-hmm. I gave you a little bit, and then, you know, then you shifted right over to Emily, and you said, "Em, what's your plan this weekend?" So I think maybe I'm using this as a complete excuse, and I am an a-hole. <laughs> I think because you're driving it, that sometimes we forget to throw it right. Who back. cares? <laughs> that I think that's the most accurate answer. I think Emily is is. Oh, you're gonna go to baseball games. Sleep, and then you're sit being home? very nice. You're 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 trying to you do the right you thing. You go to a baseball. Emily game. just has naked contempt and hatred for my life. So it's, oh, you're it, gonna hang out with your fine. kids at a I baseball am. game. It, yes. Sit at home on the couch and watch football. Yes. Yep. Well, Eat food. <laughs> uh, trying to do. I'm trying yeah. to kind of pump the brakes a little bit, but yeah, probably. Good stuff. Yeah, see, she knows. She she just lays it out there. No no regard <laughs> no whatsoever. No need. We've been doing it all week long, right? It's the Genesis Invitational. It's coming back to Riviera Country Club starting on February 15th. Be sure to listen to this show, the Travis Lee Show, on Live Imaging Tuesday when we announce the grand prize winner and who will be playing with me in the Dream Foursome at Riv on Monday, January 20th. Second, no way they boo Matthew Stafford in Detroit, right? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.